nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Nerdables. This week, we are celebrating The Walking Dead's 100th episode. Michelle Pfeiffer has trouble reading comic books. Super Mario Odyssey is causing lines at Best Buy. And the game isn't even out yet. And the, did the Big Bang Theory spoil Justice League's final big secret? Joining me are Chris and Ebone. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I do like that I'm finding out about this, the topics. Right this now? Right you. And I don't think I can actually talk about any of them. We should talk about Justice League being under two hours. Is it under two hours? The yeah. rumor is it's under two hours. The rumor is Joss, it's getting Joss, very bad reviews. Well, the rumor is that Joss Whedon's cut of the film is 50 minutes shorter. 50 minutes shorter? Well, it clocks in right over two hours. It's right over like, two hours. Maybe it was like 40 like minutes. like two hours and one minute. But yeah. it's, it was originally 178 minutes. Good Lord. So, yeah. yeah so 50 is 57 minutes. Okay, so that director's cut's going to be insane. <laughs> it's a whole other film, or at least a TV episode. Well, let's let's sure. Let's just let's start show. out with Justice let's League then. Justice League. Um, Justice League. So all of the new marketing for Justice League has this: you can't save the you can't you can't save the world by yourself or something, or you can't save, you can't the, save the world, world alone. alone. Yeah. which shows the Superman logo, and now Superman's in some of that marketing. Well, he's in the second trailer. He's in the second trailer. The, the, which well, it's really just sequence. a dream. Yeah, yes. but we all know he's we all, yeah. Yeah. Which is the the CGI'd mustache and yeah. Yeah. goatee off. Or is mustachio. Is it, it, is especially it just, because they they released pictures of him in the black suit like yeah. way before. Not like leaked photos. These were actually production. Yeah, he at least photos. has a mustache. In, what is it he's doing? Um, it's the Mission Impossible movie. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which got <laughs> which got delayed because. Which yeah, they could have shaved. Yeah, I think that's what we talked about. He could have shaved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kept thinking it was... Uh, what was... Oh, gosh darn it. What was the one he did? Man from Man Uncle? Man from Uncle? Yeah, I thought it was like Man from Uncle 2. Um, I don't think Man from Uncle did well enough to warrant a sequel, but... No, he didn't do very well at all. Man from Aunt? No. no. But, yeah, so... It's a sequel. Like, I, saw, I saw a bus the other day in Burbank. I swear to God, I thought it, uh, it had Green Lantern on it. Well, what's, yeah, of... what's the Big Bang thing? Okay, the Big Bang thing is... I heard, I saw the headline, but I didn't see what it was actually about. The Big Bang Theory, not the 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 um, the new episodes, you know, the, the actual show. It's the syndicated versions are running a uh, contest that has this wheel on it that, you know, you can choose your character that, you know, your symbol of your character, which is the Justice League symbols. And as you go around... It's very prominent that one of them is a Green Lantern symbol. And there's been rumor off and on that the mm-hmm. Green Lanterns are going to be in it. Then um, Steppenwolf makes a comment that there's no lanterns around. That makes seven symbols, right? Yes. Okay. No. Yes. Yeah. Because there's five, and then Superman makes six, then that's seven. Well, the, And then the marketing yeah. was Unite the Seven way back when. Yeah. So that was right. early on, I think seem to remember talking about that with people at work because it was unite the seven and people were talking about it being oh maybe the movie's more about aquaman because it's the seven seas mm-hmm. like it's got to be those seven characters because classically the jla's had that seven member right uh Grant morrison's run when mm-hmm. he started 
was basically replace Cyborg with Martian Manhunter, and you have the step, you have these six huge characters, and Martian Manhunter. Um, I think it's been like one of the, if it is true, it's one of the worst kept secrets. Haven't we been talking about that for a year that well, Green Lantern would be in it? See, that, that at was some point, Stephen Wolf makes a, a comment about the in the trailer about the there's band, no right? land, there's no lanterns. Yeah, about the band, <laughs> about there's no lanterns on Earth that now is the time to attack, or there's no lanterns. So no Kryptonians. Yeah, it could be if you're gonna deal with apocalypse, if you're gonna show anything in apocalypse, or you're gonna show them moving through space. Then I could see you seeing the lanterns there as almost like a cameo. Well, they're saying that that a lantern. Will come down at the to help save them, and then die, and then pass on the ring to whoever the they choose as the next Earth. Ryan Reynolds. Well, no, it, whether Bruce it be Wayne. whether it be uh, Hal Jordan or you know John Stewart or I, I can't imagine him. Is that I, what I he quit the Daily Show for? Yeah, yes. yeah. I can't. I, that's the only two I can imagine that them using right now. Oh yeah, because they're the only two that are known in mass consciousness. Yeah, I can't imagine using Unlim- Kyle Unlimited and. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle's never been used in any sort of media outside of comics. John Stewart, right. of course, was in Justice League Unlimited, which I thought he should have been in Justice League in the first place because then you could get rid of Cyborg because yeah. you'd still have your your affirmative it's, action. It's I guess, Sir, but, right? That's, yes, Abinzer is Abinzer is the is the is the, the lantern that crashes on Earth, right? And that's who they're they're saying that will come down and yeah. bail out the Justice League at the very end and die, and then afterwards they can DC can change its movie slate again, right? <laughs> But yeah, now Green Lantern's on it. We've canceled the Cyborg movie too. Wait, what? Especially since they already have Green Lantern Corps already set up as a, one of the films. So oh, it is that slate, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm. Shows how much I know. But I, I thought I saw a bus that had one. Outside yeah. of watching Riverdale, I don't know why I'm on the show. I, <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. Is that it doesn't seem like you're watching or paying attention to anything nope. else <laughs> but Riverdale. That's pretty much it. I'm like, I asked Ethan. I said. What girl on there is he is he into? It's just it's a show that it's you can just turn your mind obviously turn your mind off for an hour, but I don't know it's a it's it's just a weird thing. I've watched The Flash, uh, so I watched all the episodes of The Flash. I watched Rebels. I watched Riverdale. I still need to watch Arrow or something else. Oh, and I've been watching. I've been trying to to finish Stranger Things before next week, so. Yeah, so here, here's what the, one of the articles says. It says, The Big Bang Theory, the Big Bang Theory's Geek Stakes invites fans to... Sp- oh. I know, right? <laughs> invites fans to spin a wheel to determine which member of the Justice League they are. That would have been fine if the Green Lantern logo wasn't so prominently featured alongside the rest of the team's imagery. But the thing is, Green Lantern's a member of the Justice League in almost every incarnation. Correct. No. Obviously, the, the, it's focused on the movie, but... No, cat's you, you, out of the bag. I mean, it's safe it's, to say. It's you know? probable, but there's also the thought that if they're going to use the Justice League, they want seven. You know, just having six on the wheel doesn't make sense. Having seven or whatever, you know, internal thing Those are that the, they have. And it's a symbol that people would recognize versus putting Martian Manhunter on it, who's been mm-hmm. a part of the league for a long time. But yeah, but the rumor is now that the Almanser would come down, help them out, and then the end credit scene would be him passing on the ring. It's a shame none of us are going to see this movie. And you'll, either, you'll probably just see a hand grabbing the ring from him. Yeah, because you wouldn't... Because you don't have anybody cast right now. No. Not that we know of. So whatever color the hand is, you know, that'll give you an idea of who it's, it's going to be. It's a glove hand. <laughs> it's got a construction glove on it. What's this? It's John Steele. What? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do Steel and... Oh, God. <laughs> we're going to do Super Super Green Lantern Steel. The Reign of Supermen. You know that's coming. 
Oh, I'm sure. The Reign of Superman? Yeah, they'll kill him in the next one. Man of Steel That's Man of Steel 2. (laughs) They kill him again just so they can do the storyline. Ooh, we brought him back too soon. Whoops. That'd be a weird Justice League movie. Well, I have a feeling Superman. Have the Rand Superman play. be the Justice League movie. It's I feel like Superman's not going to play a big prominent role in this, but he will have him in it because you can't do a Justice League movie and not have Superman. I think it'll be the end. Yeah, I feel like either the end is going to be what you guys are talking about with the Green Lantern, or it's going to be Superman coming down to save them. Basically, like they're going to coming down. He's got to come up out of the dirt first. Yeah, well, he goes up and then he comes down. <laughs> He flies out of the casket and then just floats back down. Did they put him in a casket? Yeah. Because yeah. you see him throw the dirt on the casket at yeah, the yeah. end. And then the, the dirt rises. It doesn't rises really rise. Well, I guess it does. It, it just goes... But the cut of it is so fast that you almost miss the dirt coming start to rise up. But it's something in a Zack Snyder film that's fast? I know, right? <laughs> it's, you it's thought a, that would be in total slow-mo. It's a horrible <sighs> cut because you, you see... You see Bruce there and he walks off and then you have Lois, Lois Lane. Drops she drops dirt. some dirt and... After Bruce and, and Diana talk about forming the Justice League, then all of a sudden it goes back to the casket, and it's so quick that you almost could miss the dirt starting to rise. It's like if they had left it there for a second on the casket with the dirt, and all of a sudden the dirt slowly rises up, then it's like, okay, you know, you get that. But no, it's like casket, dirt, and cut. Well, they were running out of time. They were already at two hours, <laughs> two hours, and, two hours and 60 yeah. minutes, which I know three hours. Three hours. <laughs> Two hours and sixty-one minutes. Wait. <laughs> um, yeah, the but making of this film is going to be much more interesting than the film. Itself. I think so too. It, it's all, the only thing that's more fascinating is the the death of the death of the Superman movie, or the death of Superman, the death of that movie. Because <laughs> they did, they actually did a, a documentary on that on what happened with that film, mm-hmm. and it's actually very fascinating. Oh, the original one, the one that ended up being Brian Singer's film. Yeah, the one. Oh, that, yeah, no, no, the one that well, the one that was with uh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah I, I, I need to see that. It's very, it's fascinating. How I wanted to see, yeah, I wanted to see that so bad. I've had people at work that have seen it, hmm. and then it's one of those things I just totally forget. Yeah. That uh, I almost forgot. Luckily, I, I saw it on there. Um, Fox today did the uh, the episode about the making of the Simpsons softball episode. Oh. And I saw a piece of it. Gosh, it's got to be all the way back when the, I think when the playoffs started, they ran like two minutes of it yeah. on one of the broadcasts. Because I think it's the anniversary. It's like the 20th anniversary of that show or something like that. I think so. That's yeah. going to be our 25th or whatever. And again, I mean, I've heard stories from it, especially if you watch the if you watch the DVD with the commentary, it's hilarious and it's so obvious who they didn't like. Right. And it was like everyone was great except someone whose name whose name rhymes with Kose Janseko. <laughs> Um, and he's in the documentary though, so I'm I'm fascinated to see this. I, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to catch the commercial early in the morning. I'm like, ooh, DVR, 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 because mm. I knew it wouldn't be home in the afternoon. Yeah, so uh, that, but Justice League, it's just you know, it's having its troubles. It's getting horrible reviews already. The test audiences, all the test audiences that have seen it, have said it's. You forgetting not that movie good. comes out in three weeks. Yeah. yeah. When you're like test audience, it's way too early. I'm like, wait a minute, it comes out in three. Comes weeks. Comes out so. like two weeks e- after the, Thor. Mm-hmm. Even the test audiences that saw the it comes Wheaton out the same stuff, day as the Punisher. Yes, it does. Yeah. And a lot of people were the first comment I saw about that was, no, the Punisher will not hurt the Justice League's uh, uh, box office sales because it'd be the same without it, whether yeah. it is or isn't. I did see one article today saying that uh, the Justice League bo- early reports of the Justice League box office sales look good. 
Box office doesn't mean that it's going to be a good film. Yeah, I mean, right. look what mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman did. They made a bunch of money. The, the, fir- the first, I just week. found it funny with the, the the Punisher thing because Daredevil was released the same day as wasn't it? Wasn't like released the same day as Batman versus Superman or something like that? Or Daredevil two? Daredevil two might have. Maybe been. maybe it was the second season. Uh, someone showed a picture of it. It's like oh, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. like oh crap again. Yeah, because that came out in March. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd be more worried about if uh, Stranger Things two was coming out the same day. I don't think one of those things matters. I don't either. In terms of because it's a weekend versus a day, so many people blow through those seasons in a single day, right? Yeah. You know, or two days, and they're only so like they 10 see, episodes. yeah, they see Justice League on Sunday instead of Friday. But more than right. likely, it's what I've seen from people that are really just attack those shows is they watch two hours of it after midnight or whatever when it drops. Then they watch four of them on Friday, and then they watch four of them on Saturday, and they're done. Right. Or they do whatever they do on Saturday, and then they watch four of them on Sunday. So that by Monday, they're all done. Yeah. That's what, that's kind of how we're starting to do them. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we haven't, I don't think we've done a, a full day binge in a while. I, well, Mikey and I did it for the first season of of uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, it's only six hours, though, isn't it? Something it was like eight. That. Eight yeah. episodes, yeah. I thought it was eight episodes, but there were a couple of them that were under an hour. Might have been. I didn't forget. I mean, it was about mm. eight hours. Because we recorded a podcast that evening. Yeah. Well, even like, um, what was it? The Defenders. I went through that on Saturday and Sunday. Like, I split it up between two days. Yeah. But that we, was only ten episodes itself. We split that up, I think, between a whole week. We just, like, watched two episodes a night or something. Mm. Which, that's why we're getting to, you know, because a lot of those are hitting. You know, like, there wasn't anything out yet, really, as far as, like, broadcast television I'm trying to get or through cable. this damn Stranger Things, which is good. It's very good. But Stranger Things is amazing. Finding an hour in, in spots where I'm coming home and I'm watching hockey. Riverdale. No, Riverdale. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch Riverdale till yesterday, I think. Hmm. Maybe late Friday. Maybe late Friday. I only had, what, three episodes? Two well, Riverdale's only been two. Two best episodes ever. They're so stupid. I can't oh, believe my. you're watching that, but you won't watch The Gifted. I have to find the gifted, and, and again, it's it's all based on aesthetics. It's just certain things that'll that'll I, hit me and go okay. And there's certain things that I I, it, I know it still floors you because a couple of weeks ago we had this where I said I don't care, and you're just yeah. like, but you don't how? And I said just don't because that's a show that I would think you would really like. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have liked it. I've had, met two people at work who hate it. Really, so it's one of the stupidest things they've ever seen. They just did not like it at all. They said it just looks fake. I can't find a single person that likes Inhumans, so that's cool. Yeah, um, I've still I, I've watched two of them. I still love. The, I still have two of them on there, DVR. There's, there's a uh, someone on my Facebook page, a friend on my Facebook page, who said something about Inhuman. You know, I'm watching Inhumans, and why isn't this good? And one of that person's friends in the comments said, "Yeah, this is terrible. Just give me my Agents of Shield." I was like, "This is the first time anyone's ever called for Agents of Shield, <laughs> right?" And blew his mind when I told him the story that Disney. Yeah, wanted that season. It should have been canceled, and this is the last thing. There won't be Marvel TV next fall. Possible? What? I, there, I don't think there's a chance at this point. I mean, I don't see Disney forcing them to do another full season of Agents of Shield, and they don't have anything in the pipeline. Yeah, they've Inhumans got canceled before it started, in terms of a second season. Mm-hmm. The the Bobby and Hunter show got canceled mm-hmm. after its pilot. And ABC actively tried to say, we don't want season five well, of Damage Agents of control, S.H.I.E.L.D. and got it cut in half. Yeah, Damage so, Control didn't make it either. No. So ABC has said, we don't want to be in the Marvel TV business because especially after what you've seen on Netflix, these shows are terrible. Right. Well, they the just Netflix ones and then the, the, the joint effort between Marvel and Fox 
But that's a different show. Though. To me, it's 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 a different end. What I'm saying is a Marvel Universe show just doesn't it's, work. It's when you're hard. telling when you're telling fans that it's a part of that universe and it's not good enough to stand on its own, like Daredevil and mm-hmm. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Defenders, where there's enough there that you don't really care that it doesn't mm-hmm. click all those boxes, but it has the same production quality to a certain degree, although it's a smaller story. Sure. So I think you watch something like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I said it all the way back from the start. People are going to watch this, watch Avengers, and then watch it again and go, uh, this isn't very good. But see, here's pro- here's part of the problem with the Netflix shows now. People are starting to get upset that there isn't a bigger connection to the Marvel films. But there can't be, because as soon as you start connecting to the film, um, uh, it looks terrible. Not the, necessarily the, the, connecting to the film, but uh, like a mention of something. Instead, they, they mentioned like, just a, one but time they mentioned so the green guy. Or they yeah, mentioned, but they're yeah. so far removed from the type of story you're trying to tell in a cinematic universe versus what you're trying to tell at Netflix, connecting those two just doesn't seem to make sense. In terms of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., do you watch the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode directly after uh, uh, Winter Soldier? Right. And that's and that's in the first season. And halfway through the season, you're like, okay, it isn't that bad. I guess it looks okay. And you watch it, and you go, oh, this looks like crap. Yeah, but even before this that, like they junk. did try to do a tie-in to Thor. Yeah, and... It was fine because she's in it. Uh, Sif is in it. Right. But you watch that. When you go from one to the other, when you watch Age of Ultron buffered with those two episodes where, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like, hey, by the way, watch Age of Ultron or else this whole storyline with Coulson doesn't make any sense. But you watch an episode, go see Age of Ultron and watch an episode. You realize how terrible this looks because it's trying to put itself in the same universe. Right, but it's trying to tell those same stories. If you took Spider well, for Spider Man Homecoming, if you took Iron Man out of that, you were still connected to the universe. Right. And you also have a big budget and everything. That's true, looks, I get that. I get you're that. You're still telling a much bigger story than anything that's told in Daredevil or or Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. Defenders might be the only thing that even comes close. And even then, what's Defenders? Ten episodes? Mm, yeah if that i think it, it's just not yeah. as, it's it's, it, it's 12, a longer it's a longer smaller story Are you sure it was shorter it was than all the other ones so yeah i thought it was shorter too and they're all 13 episodes so this was so significantly shorter. you're telling a smaller extended story versus this big story that you're trying to tell on screen no i get which that you're just I, I, telling I, iron man over and over again <laughs> and so i blew someone else's mind with that i want to try to explain uh whatever movie he was talking about dr strange oh no he was talking about he was he was talking about iron man and uh oh goodness your cats are going crazy yep uh he was talking about iron man in homecoming and he didn't like the fact that you know he's he was kind of arrogant and kind of screws up and i said have you been watching the marvel universe the whole universe is based off the fact that tony is an idiot yeah that tony continually and constantly is irresponsible that's what it was he mentioned that tony he just seems so irresponsible in this movie i said he's irresponsible in every movie if you look at it, every single thing that is him trying to redeem a bad decision that he's already made, using Stark the way he is with 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 Stark tech, which blows him up, and he builds the the, the Iron Man suit and he tries to take his company back, all the things he does wrong in Iron Man Two, he's paying for all of the decisions he's played since there, all the decisions in Avengers, are you know the bad decisions that he has in Avengers because he never really let the the initiative go or what have you, but more importantly, he's like. He creates Ultron. Yeah. Everything from Age of Ultron on is his fault. 
Oh, yeah. Civil War is his fault. If he doesn't create Ultron, Sokovia doesn't happen. And so, and he still makes three totally irresponsible decisions in this. Taking Peter to fight in this is a bad decision. Oh, it's totally and a he bad admits decision. It. He gives him the suit. Bad decision. Gives the suit, hides all the tech in it from a tech genius. Yes. Terrible decision. Takes the suit away from him. Terrible decision. Everything through it is Tony making bad, irresponsible decisions. That's the whole universe. And then from there, I tried, you know, like, you know, just like, uh, it was something like just trying to redeem himself. Something bad happens to them and they redeem themselves. Just like, you know, Doctor Strange and, and Ant-Man and uh, Thor. Oh, yeah. So every origin film, which is exactly like Iron Man's origin film. The so, only one that's different is Cap. Well, Thor is different. Thor's still the same thing. He makes a bad decision. Yeah. He goes to Jotunheim and he gets his comeuppance and it takes him a while to figure it out. And once it happens, he becomes the hero and he puts some stuff in front of him. One of the reasons I love Thor so much is that that was, hero shot of him facing the Destroyer is awesome. Yeah. I was going to no say armor, Guardians, no hammer, Guardians doesn't, but Gu- they they always make bad decisions. But then even when they're Well, doing, it's a team film or But even thing. when they make good decisions, they're still making bad decisions. Yeah. Were you were going to say something, Ethan? I was going to say... I'm sorry, E-Bone. E-Bone. E-Bone? So, Defenders was actually eight episodes. I was going to say, I thought it was really short. Yeah. Ocho. It was, yeah. But probably a good decision based on the type of story they're trying to tell with that many people. It just doesn't seem to be super long... You're wrapping up the hand story and that and everything, so... Um, Which a lot of people were having trouble with anyways. Um... And the fact that the Iron Fist says his name seventeen hundred billion times, and then I'm the Iron Fist. I'm I'm the the immortal immortal Iron Iron Fist, Fist. defender of Kung Lao. (laughs) Well, since we're talking Marvel, speaking of which, um, Michelle Pfeiffer has been having some trouble getting through comic books. Michelle Pfeiffer, because she is playing Jessica Van Dam. Van Dam in uh, Ant Man. Ant Man. Van Dam. Van Van Dyne. There you go. Van Damme. <laughs> Jean-Claude, 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 Jean-Claude Van Damme is now in a Marvel film. Jean-Claude Van Damme has a new series on, on Netflix, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was thinking I, about that. I watched the first pilot episode when they did like the Amazon pilot weekend. And man, is that show bad. <laughs> so, Michelle Pfeiffer is playing uh, Janet Van Dyne, which is the original Wasp, in the sequel for Ant-Man, which is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um it's funny though, because she started. She said she started reading the comic. She said, "I started reading it, and I was having a really hard time. Uh, there was so much information on a page, and it's not linear. When I start, when I'm skim not reading, linear. <laughs> not linear. <laughs> That's what she put. When let me finish this, then you can decipher it. What is she reading? When I'm when I'm skim re- when I'm skim reading them, it's difficult to know to know that this part comes after that part." Who is talking in what bubble? Basically, she, the reason she's having trouble with it. Michelle Pfeiffer's an idiot. She's not really reading a comic book the right way. She's just trying to is skim over Is she reading manga? <laughs> is, she, is, she reading, is she reading manga that's presented left to right? Well, she's re- reading the comic book <laughs> or, I'm sorry, right to left? style. So she's reading it is, from the is back Is she reading it backwards? Front. Well, I mean, when, I mean, when Beth started reading comic books, you know, there were, we had to, you had to kind of explain to her because there's sometimes, it's a natural progression of panels if you're going left to right. Sometimes it is, but then sometimes where you'll have a word bubble come over top of a panel, which will tell you to go a certain way, 
and then there's sometimes when you have a full it's, spread that it sometimes you get arrows that do yeah i mean once in a while but but it's not very often yeah but if you're actually reading it and even if that happens you can be like oh no i gotta read this well, sp- look for- i mean brian michael bendis is notorious for double page spreads that have 32 panels and everyone is talking heads yes and you have to figure out whether he cut the page or not so after a while especially with um um alex maley which you did with with uh, daredevil the panel would always cross the lo- the, the 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 page line right the the, the the median between the two pages to basically tell you this panel continuing it's, it's, and this is a, a this is a double panel. page and just keep going across and across and across yeah his new avengers run is filled with those oh yeah you know all over the place where he's got those panels of everyone kind of talking to each other or talking to a single entity like a reporter or a psychiatrist or something so but very rarely does a comic page not follow a left to right I mean, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. it's not often at all. Yeah, you'll have you'll have sometimes you'll have like a left to right, then you'll have like a big one in the middle, and then you know, yeah, one in the middle and then one to the side. But again, yeah. it's it's if you're doing, you know, yeah, there's not a lot of four by four or three by six panels anymore. Right. But that being said, if you have two panels at the top and then there's two panels going horizontal and then there's one panel going horizontal on the bottom, it depends on where those two panels and one panel are placed. If they're if the horizontal panel's on the left and the two panels are on the right, that's the way you read it. Yeah. If it's the other way around, it's the other way around. Well, I think the the real key to this, this her her statement to uh, it was to Variety, is that she was skim reading. Yeah. Also so she, the fact that she can't figure out how to read comic books, but she was in Batman Returns. She was so. Catman. Catwoman. Catman. <laughs> she was Catman. Catman. Dude. She was Catwoman. Catwoman. Um. What do you think of her as uh, as the original Wasp? What? I don't. I don't have a problem with it. No, I, mean, I think it's a good casting. Again, yeah, it, it's a good actress, it, depending so. on where they're going to go with it. I mean, well, uh, the, everything's based on what those characters are written as to yeah. a certain degree. I mean, Scott Lang is pretty close to his his page counterpart, and yeah. so getting someone like Paul Rudd is great. Hank Pym is not. Hank no, Pym has true. a much more honor than he does in the comics. And so getting someone like Michael Douglas makes more sense versus, you know, hmm, do I see Michael Douglas beating the living crap out of his wife and then trying to kill her? Well, you could no. see him Well, yeah, he gets pretty dark in some places. They're, they're but Wall Street. Again, well, yeah, but I mean, you have Michael Douglas now who's, you know, 80 years old or whatever with his 40-year-old wife. Yeah. Um, oh, Which yeah, they have the same birth date. Well, they yeah, something and, years apart, day and month. But <laughs> um, I'm wondering where they are going to go with this. I mean, because you know, apparently, well, it's a search for her, isn't it? Well, she's but she's in the microverse in in uh, in the movie. Yeah. But, or uh, well, you kind of if you're you if you've yes. read the comic books, you're assuming that she's in the microverse. Well, they also touched on it in the last movie too that. She got stuck in the microverse. No, no, no. They don't say the microverse. What he said was that once you get so small, your atoms just kind of dissipate. Yeah. The same thing happens at the end of, towards the end of Bendis's run. No, not towards that. It's, it's, uh, it's in one of the crossover ones where she dies, and it's that she shrinks herself instantaneously and so quickly she gets stuck in the microverse, and that's the end of his run. They go and find her. Right. Which will be, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be the focus of his film. Well, because you remember, in the film... Um, uh, um, Scott Lang does shrink himself down so far as yeah. he, you know he's almost to the microverse. They he, it almost looks like they stopped just short of it. Yeah. So I mean it'll be interesting to see if they if they take it there. 
and then get to see the microverse. Because then we've when then we've had what just about everything, haven't we? We haven't had other dimensions. We've had well, well, yeah, we have. Where the Avengers? When Tony? When you get yeah, pretty much. Like I don't know if you'd call that another dimension or just teleport to another part of space. Uh, because the, the Chitari, the Chitari thing is, it seems like it's space. But there's something. I think I remember something in there. They say it's kind of another dimension. dimension. I mean, yeah. it could be the cancer verse. <laughs> it's if it's another dimension, though. It means that Thanos would have had to skip dimensions to get here, because he's very much in our dimension. Correct. By the next film. So. That's why I'm saying is it, it doesn't seem because remember the tar the the tesseract opens up portals to other parts of space yeah so it didn't open up another dimension it, but again, tony may, there's, tony there's may have referenced sort of, a, a there's dimension. some sort of yeah there's some sort of term that was in there that i think i remember reading or hearing right and saying oh that sounds like dimension i don't think it matters anymore mm-hmm. no well and then of course you you also the dimension have... thing I, I i think they may shy away from that because again it becomes such a cheat well you did in doctor strange did. doctor strange because it's magic so, but he goes to another dimension. To, yeah, but to make that a part of an Avengers film or make that a part of a, a, a larger whole in the MCU, it's it's a dangerous thing because the X Men have fallen into this in the comics where this time travel means so much to them that all their outs are based on time travel. Right. I mean, everything is just oh, we'll just pluck these people from other parts. We'll just pluck the doppelganger from here. We'll just oh, we killed Wolverine. We'll just go get old old man Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, we killed Cyclops. We'll go get Cyclops from back in time. Yeah. Oh, we killed this person. We'll go grab that from that dimension. And it was novel when they keep you know they kept four people from the Age of Apocalypse universe. Right. But since then, those people have become a part of our universe over and over. And You're over talking and over about again. during the X Force run. No, long before that, the oh, original okay. AOA. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You have yeah, Holocaust. Yeah, okay, yes. I'm not calling him Nemesis. His name is Holocaust. Just own it. Uh, X-Man, the the Sugar Man, and Dark Beast all came over. They survived right. the AOA in the Nexus because they were all they all made themselves into the McCann Crystal, and they get put in our universe. Well, Dark Beast stayed forever. Dark Beast, I think, is still there. I think he is, yeah. So is, no, so is Nemesis slash yeah. Holocaust. Or they might have killed him. Because that's how, when in X Force, that's how they got Nightcrawler back and yeah. Sabretooth. And somebody else came over then, too. Yeah, there was a bunch of people that came over from that AOA. Yeah. They, they had it on book for a little while. but Right. Um, like, oh, people like this. Let's just make 3,000. No, but I mean, <laughs> within the movie universe now, if you go to the microverse, you've had outer space, you've had the, you know, uh, you've had. The magical dimension realms. You then you'd have microverse Magic. and your main your main Earthverse. So I and mean, you they have the dancing verse. <laughs> the dancing battle verse. each other. With. Um, that was the uh, Guardian, Guardians movie, was it? Yep. They did say that one of the things that Disco Michelle verse. Pfeiffer did. <laughs> the Discoverse. One of the things that Michelle Pfeiffer did say in that article to Variety is that um, she's going to try harder to read comics. No, what she said is that it doesn't really matter because they still sign my paychecks. So. Well, she said the one reason she was attracted to the script was because, because the first of the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I skimmed through it and I like that one part. Because uh, the first they movie was so much fun and and, and who had... looks like Thor, not actual <laughs> Thor. And then we laughed, laughed, and then they handed me a check for eight million dollars. Best thing ever. I showed that to someone at work this week. Like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. Hey, they're saying that Thor 3, Thor Ragnarok, is the funniest uh, Marvel movie yet to date. 
That must really goad you because you think that Guardians, Guardians is the best thing that's ever happened to the universe. I didn't say no. They didn't say the best thing. They just said the funniest movie. Yeah, but you think it's the funniest. They're, they're like, really. Oh. It just it just makes you roll over laughing. But they're really playing the off of that. They, it seems like they're really going for that that joke that they you know or continuing that joke they did with Thor and his uh, roommate. You know, what was his roommate's name? Steve or something? Steve. Steve. You you didn't see that they did, did like a couple of shorts or something. I did see it. And I just don't remember. Or what Todd or something like that is. Yeah. Todd. Todd sounds. Not a lot of people are named Todd anymore. Um, my nephew's name is George. My brother's weird. You had a lot of trepidation about the first Ant Man. Are you more excited to see a, another Ant Man? I don't know about trepidation. I was just like, eh, it's still it's it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that also surrounded the fact of and the way that Edward uh, right Edgar Wright left to yeah. yeah, I guess I guess Ed, it, Edward Wright Edgar. Uh, yeah, I guess trepidation might fit because of Wright leaving and wondering what kind of movie it would be. Yeah. And it's I, I haven't I've been blown away by a Marvel movie since Winter Civil Soldier. War. I like Civil War a lot, but it, it's still nothing. The same reaction I had to. Mm. Thor, Avengers, or Winter Soldier. What about Black Panther? I mean, Black Panther just dropped a new trailer. That Space everybody, Africa looks awesome. Everybody was freaking out about. That'd probably be the closest I get to being excited. Thor Ragnarok's trailer, first trailer, is like, oh yeah, I want to see this because I love Thor so much. Yeah, I love the someone who put a poster of the Black Panther one, but it had a bunch of Robert Downey Jr. in there. So it had like him's character from Tropic Thunder, main center on the top. Nope, that's Some not... Some Iron Man flying through from Spider-Man on the bottom. That is <laughs> not as good as the what you reposted. I, I, I want to find that human being and, oh, and shake that person's hand. That but, was the best yeah, meme it, it I've shows, ever seen. It shows, um, oh, their names are escaping me. Uh, Martin, Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman as, a, as Andy Circus, as, as Andy Circus, And someone said, you know, I'm okay with the fact the only two, the, the, it was like the only two white, white people, people. In this are, are, uh, are Gollum. And Frodo, Bilbo. or in Bilbo, and then someone says they're the Tolkien white guy. I said, <laughs> I, I read that, I saw that on somebody's post. Mm-hmm. I was at work, and I, I, I s you not, I was on the floor. I, I, I was, was in the back. My room. eyes were crying. I was on, I was on my knees, <laughs> on the floor in the back room, like my head against the table. After I had read that, because I could not stop laughing. I was, I, it's such I, a I cheap was in and tears. Easy joke. I was so, I was mad. And, and my coworker said, it's like, you're mad. You didn't come up with that. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm so angry. I didn't come up with that. But oh, my goodness. The Tolkien white guys. When, oh. I, when I first read it. When, it was when, so good. When I first read the first part of that, it was like, oh, look, Bilbo and and Frodo, or Bilbo and, and, and uh, Gollum are the only two white yeah. guys in the, this poster. I'm laughing at that fact right there. And then all of a sudden, I looked down, and I saw the Tolkien white the guys. Tolkien white I, guys. I, I lost it. I thought, oh, my God, that was, that the, was the greatest best. thing. <laughs> What did you think? Did you see the trailer? I didn't because I'm already as close to being excited as I would get to anything. I was already excited because of Black Panther in Civil War. Yeah, he is so good. Mm. He um, the trailer reveals something. What's the, I am terrible with names. All of a sudden, what's the actor's name? Chadwick uh, Boseman. Boseman. Yes, he yes. was so good in that. I am completely and utterly willing to go see any film that he's in playing oh, yeah, Black he... Panther. And so everyone's like, "Oh, the trailer dropped. The trailer dropped." And I said, "I'm sure it's amazing. Don't watch it." And it was well, I'm, I'm gonna end up seeing it. I'm sure I'll see it in front of Thor Ragnarok. I know oh, yeah. I'll end up seeing it, hmm. but I kind of said I'll go see it in front of Ragnarok. 
I'll see it on a big I screen. Have a, I have a question about the trailer, but I want to wait. It's about Black Panther. No, 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 no. It does not take place in the I, future. I don't. Even I don't want to say because like. if I say the character, then it gives it away. And but I, I have a real. But I, I want to wait till the movie to see if I'm right. What I if, if I'm right, what I saw in the trailer because mm-hmm. I've only if seen the trailer s- once and you, I don't want to see it again. If you go see Black Panther and your boyfriend's not in it, are you going to be disappointed? No. They make no mention that the fact the Winter Soldier is in Wakanda. No, but I, I'm almost wondering it. I wanted the, the credits. The credits are going to start rolling. He's going. Oh, I see. I almost say it has to be in the end credit because he's. If in, they're going to do it, it'll be in the end credit. Yes, because he's in uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Everyone's in Avengers. I'm in Avengers. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he also has his arm, so they've got to show D-Man. him. They've got to show him at some point. Well, he was well, in no, the cryo can, sleep, so I'm sure they it. were repairing the arm during that time. But you can also do that in Avengers. Yeah. You can, yes. Yeah, that's no, I won't be. I, I totally, I won't be disappointed because what I've seen of cry. this, what I, the, cry. No, what I saw in the first trailer. <laughs> what I saw the first trailer was amazing. No, it looks great. Super but then again, they also did. They also Sebastian awesome. Stan's contract was for like almost like eighty six movies. It was something like that. It was like nine yeah. movies or something. I hate knowing stuff like that. I do too. Yeah. As, as one of the things I loved with Winter Soldier is it actually made me forget for half a second, half a second, that Samuel Jackson was still signed for another 136 movies. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, wow. They're just going to pay him out. They're going to kill him. Well, the great thing oh, is he... <laughs> oh, wait, no, he's still alive. Okay. I should have known that. I should have known that. And they, well, well, the yeah, great I mean, thing they is they, him, they they've also him. left him out of the rest. You know, he hasn't been in the MCU since then. So it's been... He'll show up at some point. Oh, no. Yeah, Everybody's well, yeah, because in the end of uh Winter Soldier, he, actually, he, he goes, I go, he goes into hiding, quote unquote. Yeah, right. Well, you see him, no, he leaves. There's, the, a, there's an episode of Agents of Shield with him after that, is there? yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, there is because he he he's the one that tells he calls Colson director or something like that. It I was like, was, wasn't I it right after it or something? That. No, I thought it was after when he pulls him out of the water or whatever because it's it's post because oh. he tells Colson he's the one that's going to save Shield. And is that the episode where they pull... He's uh, in a helicopter or something, isn't it? But isn't that the episode where they pull um, Fitzsimmons out of the water? I think so. And you see... It's like the helicopter and you see Fury. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells... He basically tells him, you know, do what you're supposed to be doing. And And it's the first time you see him in that underground base. Yeah. With all the brick and everything. The old SSR base. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think so. The DDR base where they just play dance dance revolution all day. Go <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, well, speaking of video games, nice little <laughs> segue there. Um, you think you could match my style? So the the that uh, episode makes no sense. Which episode? The South Park episode with uh, with the Facebook boy there. Oof. Did you watch that one with Mark Zuckerberg? Yes, that was I did. I didn't understand. Like, why is he? <laughs> I'm going to completely derail the show. Why is he? Is, I, is he doing thing... the, the tropes? The only the, thing I could think of was the reason they used Mark Zuckerberg was because Facebook had just made all that comment about releasing all that, um, the Russia stuff. I know I, why, no, I know why Mark Zuckerberg's he, in it. I don't understand why he's doing the Kung Fu stuff. Yeah, I didn't get that either. In the weird voice, in the dub voice. Oh, I saw what you did there. Yeah, like, I, it was funny, but I'm like, Unless it's come because on. people... That's because the creators of the show smoke a lot of pot. Well, that's true. <laughs> but... Do you think, but do you think it had something to do with maybe people were dubbing over that, you know, the long statement that uh, Zuckerberg made online and everything? You know, he did a whole interview or something when he was talking about how, you know, they were giving all the Russia stuff mm-hmm. and 
maybe somebody did a meme about it or something and start dubbing over it. Sure, I don't know. I, I don't know because I, I this week's was odd too. This week's was awesome. It was really fun, but <laughs> I do love. And it wasn't that the, the Zuckerberg episode wasn't not funny as I'm totally away from the mic. Yeah. Uh, it just was. It was an odd choice. It was a funny choice, mm-hmm. right? But I could not. I usually get some inkling of their choices as to why, and I don't understand. I, I didn't understand. I was like, why is Zuckerberg? On a side note, I saw saw some pictures from the the game that came out the fractured butthole. But fractured butthole. Yeah, fractured butthole. No, not fractured butthole. Fractured butthole. <laughs> but there's a screenshot of. <laughs> When you're creating your character, there's uh, the lighter skin they are. It's the easiest difficulty versus once you get, wow. <laughs> once you become darker skin, it's like a higher difficulty. So that's how they choose. Oh, I was like, oh my goodness, that's terrible. So speaking of video games, Mario Odyssey comes out October 27th. And Best Buys have had a demo for people to play. Mm-hmm. And it's causing long lines at Best Buy just to play the demo. That's the first time there's been a long line at Best Buy in like three years. <laughs> I, was I in, don't know. There's I was a... in Best Buy the other day and I was like, what the hell is this line for? It was like that day I was stopped at Toys R Us like going between stores and there was a line outside and I couldn't figure out what it was. It was for stinking Shopkins. It's <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. Oh, Shopkins Volume 3 comes out. What the... <laughs> I think I texted you like, is this that crap that Bella's getting? Yes. Get some if you can. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not waiting in line. You got your mind? <laughs> Yeah, that fat ended quick. Yeah, because it's stupid. <laughs> so the basket says hi to the banana. They're not bored. <laughs> <laughs> now they've got actually made dolls that are for the Shopkins. Hold it on. Yeah. Uh, no, but I just thought it was really funny that this game, you know, no one's cared really cared about a Mario game in years. No. I don't know. Every Mario. time a Nintendo system drops, whenever they have a launch title with Mario, that's like the biggest seller. But it's not only a launch title, though. The it's Switch not a launch title. No, I was saying, but, almost a year. But, but I, saying, I think a lot of people were were super excited about a new Mario Kart for the Switch. I mean, we played it. Well, that's true. It's the only. I, I know. I think. I think a Mario Kart or Mario Party type game still gets people excited. It's a different set yeah. than the people that are going. I can't wait to play the five hours of single campaign for Battlefront, which is the other thing that dropped yes, this week. It was. Oh, look! Five hours, guys! Look out! If you suck like Chris, it might be ten. <laughs> That's worth spending six hundred dollars on a brand new system. We uh, don't need a new system for that because it's not coming out for the Xbox X or the one. I X. would need a new system. Oh, <laughs> I haven't had anything since the PS2. <laughs> okay, yes, you. Would. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You'll just uh, come here and play it. I just doesn't. You don't know. care about anything but Riverdale right now. Yeah, if you have a Riverdale game, I'll come play it. <laughs> No, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd come play it, but I'm not going to, like, come over here every day. Uh, the Call of Duty Vietnam one, I I don't remember what you were doing. I was here alone for a while. Yeah. I think you were running out, running errands or something, and I'm like, oh, I'll play this for a couple hours or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is fun, but I never came back to play it again. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind playing the Battlefront campaign by itself. Yeah, but there's also, be that easy. <laughs> there's also the arcade mode where you can play two-on-two two or, you know, play co-op yeah. or whatnot. Um, so but I don't just, feel like getting smoked by a five-year-old kid in Sao Paulo who calls me homophobic <laughs> names every ten seconds. Yeah, but it's just weird that you suck. Beep. Oh, thanks. That you know, Mario. I mean, Mario Odyssey looks good and everything. What is Mario Odyssey? It's a game. It's the adventure game. It's, it's the new a, Mario it's adventure, a new adventure game. game. You actually go into the real world at some point, and your hat also becomes part of your your new arsenal. And people are freaking out because Mario has nipples. 
I haven't heard that one. Yeah. People are like, I'm very uncomfortable. How, how like, can you can you nipples. can you play as Green Mario? <laughs> how do you how do you have Mario with nipples? I mean, he has clothes on. Not the whole game. No, because when he's in the bathing suit, they showed that screenshot of him in the bathing suit, and he's got nipples. <laughs> well, I hope he has. As I'm Ethan's doing, you can't Mario. see it on. Uh, you know, I want to know if Green Mario's in it. But he's got nipples, Mom. and he puts his. Please <laughs> never call me by my own name. I'm a sudden Green, Green Mario. Mario. <laughs> The best. Like, the stupidest things that ever, that ever, like the, the meme with with seven and then grumpy cat and it's Brad Pitt's character. What's in the box? And it's it's the S word. And so just mark it because I'm gonna say it. It's grumpy cat's face. What's in the box? Scoop it. It's like, that's the best. I laugh so hard at that every time I see it. Every time it comes up. <laughs> I share that probably six times a year. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's the Mario Brothers. Mama, come here, never call me by my name. I'm a sunny cream Mario. Especially <laughs> <laughs> if you're like me, because you can always tell there's two types of people in this world. There's the people that played as Mario, <laughs> and, then there's and then there's, there's the, the bitch who had to play as, as Luigi as their friends controlled the console. And <laughs> you got to mark Mario. that one, too. So, now nah, that one's <laughs> no, That one's okay. The FCC allows you to say that now. Because uh, I, I always identify with Luigi, because that's the only character I ever played. <laughs> Super Mario 2 was like a revelation. Wait, I can play as somebody else? I can play as Toad? <gasps> this isn't crazy. And then, of course, and, and the person that play plays as normally as Mario is like, oh, I want to play as Luigi because he jumps really high. No, no, no. That's my character. <laughs> You're not allowed to play as him. So, yeah, this one. This one but you... the princess floats. Yes, she does. But uh, we all the, float down here. Princess. In this one, you you get to you go into like the real world. You like, you're like in New York or something, and then you can go back into. Is it photo real? Uh, not exactly. I want to see Mario play like in your house. It's kind of like like <laughs> probably soon with VR and like well, just like reality. my favorite. But in thing, a way, going through the, the there's a, there's an N64 book that has like every N64 mm-hmm. game. It was the one that just came out a little while ago. And I was going through it and I saw Army Men, like Sarge's Heroes. The first Army Men game is awesome because every other level took place at like in your house. You know, it was like in a bathtub. But wasn't it called Sergeant's Heroes? Sergeant's Heroes. I think Sergeant's might have been the second one. The second game has none of those levels. They're all military levels. They're all, you know, look like you're fighting out in the Sahara or you're fighting in a jungle or whatever. Right. That's boring. Like the first game, all you you could not wait to get through those levels. You're like, oh, you're at the base. That's fantastic. So you get to fight in Quinzet huts and everything. No, no, no. I want to play. I want to fight in the bathroom where you're in the bathtub and you have to figure out how to get all the way around the bathtub and the guys up towards the shower are shooting at you and the people with the, you know, the, the where the shower window is is that little shelf. And those, those these are great. And I want a Mario game where that's where it is. It's like just a normal house, but Mario's, you know, like six centimeters tall. Just... <laughs> no, this is like, he's like normal size, but it's, it kind of reminded me of like uh, Tony Hawk. Cause you know, you can jump on the, the, the telephone lines and stuff like mm. that. And you can jump on telephone lines and, t- and Tony Hawk. Like, yeah, you can yeah. grind your skateboard across telephone wire. Grind. Cause that's real. <laughs> grind your skateboard. Um, but no, that's what it looks like. if I were to pick up the Mario Odyssey, would you guys want to play it, or do you pass that? Level? Well, we can we can say yes, but level. we don't play any video games here because now? when's the last time we were here for more than ten minutes that what didn't include recording? <laughs> I mean, we don't do anything on Saturdays anymore. You don't want to do anything, so it's just like that's kind of the end of it. Well, it's not necessarily I don't want to. We just you know we had other no, things I'm to always, do too. I'm always down to play the Mario games because I've, I've always enjoyed them. I've like, uh, ever since any Nintendo system I've purchased, I've always purchased the Mario Adventure game 
that they had at launch or the hat has launch. eyes that's creepy yes that yeah. had a the hat has eyes well, it's like that uh, <laughs> right. the one from GameCube when they had the Mario Sunshine, where he had the little water jug that interacted with him. Yeah, but this is the he's had the hat for years. This yeah. is the first time. Is there a dinosaur in this? Yeah. All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaur. No, the dinosaur has the Mario stash and the hat. I want. Please tell me I can play as a dinosaur. I want to play as a dinosaur. Are you sure it's not Yoshi? Oh my god. It's not Yoshi. It's not Yoshi. It's Yoshi. It looks like a T Rex. <laughs> yeah, he does have nipples. <laughs> yes. There you go. Mario nips. Oh yeah. Everybody was freaking out about that. I just love the fact that when you mentioned Mario having nipples, you actually put your hands on your own nipples to show. Yes, because I need to make sure that you guys knew what I was talking about. Yeah, but you you turn your fingers around so that you make holes, make O's with them. It's almost like you're milking yourself. That's what nipples are for. You can milk anything that has nipples. (laughs) I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? I knew you were going to go there. I had to finish my Mario Nip song right there. As soon as Ethan said, yeah, about milking, I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) Pretty much milk anything with nipples. Oh, gosh. All right, so... Look uh, at that thing. Come on. You're not going to talk about the the announcement of the crazy name for the Han Solo movie? (laughs) I was trying to just leave Star Wars out for one week. Which was funny, because when Rich sent that text, it was Han Solo... Huh? You huh? put you put Han Solo. No, I was driving, and there's something wrong with my. And I was like Han Solo. There's something wrong with the speaker on my phone because it was putting up some crazy stuff. <laughs> it just did not make sense. It was just funny. I didn't love everyone's like, oh well, the the title makes sense. And I'm like, of course it makes sense. That's the problem with it. Like it should be something. <laughs> I said it should have been Han, a solo movie. That would have been great. Yeah. But no, they didn't want to do that. They're just like I, they make an announcement. This <laughs> is a video of Ron Howard like hitting placard. Solo, a Star Wars story. Really? <laughs> like nice. now, I'm I'm sort of I'm wondering if this movie is going to be Arrested Development because it's weird since Ronnie's taken over. Like these little things, you have Tag and Bink in it. Yes. Like, hope to God don't have a real role in it because I, yeah. it's oh, I can't imagine it's them. so out of canon. Uh, it's fun. Looks. Uh, oh, is it is Bang Drawn? I can't remember. He does the art. Oh, the art is gorgeous. Yeah, it's great Star Wars art. I mean, it's it's kooky and it's fun, but it's really great technically. Well, did you sound see that one of the shots? Their I, Boba Fett is awesome. Did you see one of the shots that, from the film? Is that you know they've used a old astromech as a uh, a fire pit? Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so wherever they, I are. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you figure there's junkers in the galaxy that would use that as a as a fire pit or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I just they, want Doctor. Sure. I want Doctor Afra in it. No, 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 no. no Why? We do Doctor Afra. Do Doctor Afra as his own film. I just want to see her as a in the film verse. She's be, I, I tell you, she has where become she, the most popular canon non-film where she character. Where she would be at in that, well, I guess it would work. I guess it could work, but yeah, yeah, it could work in there. Yeah, I don't really want it though. I just want a good movie. I don't. I want a good movie too. But although more than anything now, I said I really want with a the Lando Lando movie. movie. <laughs> Yeah, Let's go back in time. Have Ron Howard do a Lando. When movie. you, when you, I, did we ever? Did you plot that out on the show, or is that no? Just... I had uh, that was when I was with Melissa before either John Williams or the Muppet. Did we, when we talked Bowl. about it on the show. Yeah, no, I talked about yeah. it on the show because I was talking about the conversation I was having with Melissa as we were talking about the film and the changes and everything through it, and what we were looking forward to. We just like if they had done the movie as a Lando film, yeah, 
it would have been so much more interesting because we've got Han in all these other places. We don't need more Han. Yeah. We don't need more of anything, but Han's one of those characters like, eh. But Lando, you only have Lando in two movies, and he's only in the last third of one of them. Right. That's all the story we've gotten so far until we find out he's Finn's father. <laughs> but if you have a Lando movie, you can have the same type of film, and it can still be very Star Wars, and you have something... You have an iconic character also. Yes. Played by a really good actor that just... Oh, that would have been so... But no. Well, if we're going to mention other Star Wars stuff, there's a new Star Wars book coming out... Lando Snoke? This week, I think. Lando Snoke? I think it's this week. It's the Luke Skywalker stories. There are, I think it's four or five stories that dive into Luke uh, between when we first meet him in New Hope and where we get to in... Uh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. It's, and apparently... What are you talking about? Apparently there's an excerpt where he may have been the one that pulled down the Star Destroyer that you see on Jakku. No. That's what part of the excerpts kind of uh, excerpts sounds like. Uh, yeah, it comes out this week. Yeah, I don't even remember this. I thought the next book that was coming out was the short story one from Canto Bright. Uh, that comes out too. I think it's like next week or something. But this is like uh, it's it's this week. I think it's Tales of Luke Skywalker or something. Um. But yeah, it, it looks like um, Luge. Luge's not gonna work. Luge, <laughs> the tales of Luge. Use the force, Luge. Use the force before. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, Legends so, of Luke Skywalker. There you go. That's what it is. Oh, this is. I think this is a YA book. Is it? Yeah, yeah, because it's in the same style as the as, Leia as book. the Leia one. Yeah. Yep, October thirty first. So it's Monday. Oh, it's a week from Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's a week from Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. I was not on my radar at all. <laughs> I didn't know about it too, and then it just popped up the other day, and I was like, yeah, "Oh, it's in it's in the same style." Yeah. As, I know there's books coming out Fast and Furious because it's all the journey to Star Wars: The Last okay. Jedi. But apparently, there's an excerpt that talks about him with his X-wing, and then the pulling. You know, he's the one who either shoots down or pulls down that uh, Star Destroyer, which ties him closer to to Ray, I guess. Um. So, Ethan. Well, well, no, because that the Star Destroyer comes from the Battle of Jakku. Which that's is what I thought. Windig's book, and it's over. Aftermath. He's not in it. He's not in it. He's already Aftermath. gone. Yes. By the, well, not gone. Well, no, but, they don't mention him at all in Aftermath. Yeah, well, in the Leia book, which takes place before... Wait, no. Yes. Bloodline Leia, takes place before... Leia's 15 years before... Um, Blood, Bloodline is before Aftermath? Yes. No, Bloodline no, is... after. After Aftermath... Okay. But it's 15 years before Force Awakens. And yeah, but no. And, and what I'm talking about is in if I thought Leia's book was before Aftermath, then in in Bloodline she mentioned that Luke is gone and they barely have any contact with him. He's doing he's, his Jedi he's thing. He's teaching Ben. Yeah, and they've already sent him and everything, so it would make sense that he wouldn't be. Then we would say he wouldn't have been on Jakku at all during that battle if Leia's book was before. Do you think that could not. be what happens? Because with Bloodline, I know we're getting off topic here, but... There's a surprise. But with Bloodline, where Leia, you know, the universe finds out that Leia is Darth Vader's daughter, and do you think that could be part of how Ky- how Ben becomes Kylo? Is that once they tell Maybe. him, that since they lied to him, he, he takes that to heart? No, I'm going to take over. I'm going to lie to myself. <laughs> um, so, teacher. Ethan. Hmm? Yeah, are you going to talk about Walking Dead? Walking Dead. 
One hundred episodes. One hundred. Who would have thought they would have ever made it after that first season that was like eh, and that, that second season first that season was like, with six episodes that they didn't think that they were going to. Yeah. Well, no, that's why they have that ending. Yeah, and that's why they. That's why we've talked about it before. That's why season two is all on the. All over uh, the place. Yeah, it's all over the place in one place. Yep. Um. What do you think of the hundredth episode? It was good. It sets a good tone for All Out War. Uh, no nonsense. Rick is back. So they were yeah. jumping timelines. There was there a was bit. there a nonsense yeah. Rick? Well, I mean, the whole beginning of last season is just like, you know, you know last you season know. was really depressing. Yeah, That's why I think you stopped. A lot of people jumped. Well, I stopped because those first three episodes were terrible. Every a lot of people outside outside of off. Negan beating two people to a pulp, which was the only thing that anybody cared about. Right. I went to those three. Th- well, I cared about the tiger too because tigers are awesome. But that third episode with with uh, Daryl in the compound is just basically how big is Negan's penis over and over and over and over and well, over, that's a, over a lot over, of that over, whole over, season over, was. over and over and over and over and over again and where people are just like I love Negan Negan's the best villain ever and I was like no I find the governor much more fascinating than Negan Negan's very one note mm-hmm. yeah and that's and I said I'm not everyone's like but Jeff Dean Morgan's so good I said yeah he's so good at playing him because it's one thing to me the governor had so much more nuance to him he's still a terrible person and a great villain because he is such a terrible person in a way but when you all the stuff with you know as bad as uh, uh, Andrea was that those scenes are so necessary because you get so much more of who the governor is Mm -hmm. and what he's doing he does have a thriving community and why he he lets the kind of bloodlust go through with the fights and everything he's like well i can give them this and that keeps them docile for the rest of the week or whatever. Yeah. And so it was just, he was much a much more interesting character to me mm-hmm. than, than what I saw of Negan. And again, cool. not seeing the whole season, maybe he got better or not. But that third episode was torture for me to get through. It's just like, when is this over? Yeah. Like, what's the point of this? Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he does a great job with it. He makes you love to hate him. But in a way, he's just playing the comedian over again. The comedian had more nuance than this. Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, he he does have – I mean, I don't want to take anything away from what he's doing because – I didn't say it was bad at what he's doing. I no. don't like that character. That's I'm, It's not that I don't like Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing him. I don't like that character. Right. Just like I like Commissioner Gordon or J- Jim Gordon. I don't like that character in Gotham. I yeah. don't like the way that they have Ben McKenzie play him. I don't like mm-hmm. the way Ben McKenzie plays him. He's playing them the way that the producers and director wanted him to play him, which was, I hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I hate, I hate fish. Yeah, I hate bullets. I hate the mayor. I hate my smoking hot wife who can't seem to wear pants at any time. And that's, I mean, it was just that for six episodes. He's just exactly the same towards everybody. And I'm like, this is boring. Even when he's talking to Bruce. Yeah. Bruce. <clears throat> that costume. Oh. It's supposed to be bad. Oh. The, the puffy ski jacket. Yeah. It's kind of like you know, the painted dark. rubber ball on his top of it. <laughs> Do they have a clown nose? <laughs> <laughs> so, what I mean, other than saying that it's good and sets up civil or civil war, uh, all out war. What'd you think of it, dude? <laughs> I know. And now it's time for reviews with Ethan and Mikey. What'd you think of the movie? It's good. It's all right. I don't that care. was reviews with Ethan and Mikey. <laughs> we need to do that. Next oh, that's time. it. It's just like it's what we're gonna do for Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> all right, now a special segment reviews. <laughs> What'd you think of Thor Ragnarok? It's good. I liked it. The end. Did anything stand out in this episode? Because this is this is our Walking Dead cast for the week. Huh? Well, I mean, 
nothing yet. <laughs> it's still setting so, up a it's setting up a story. Nothing I think they've learned their out. lesson about doing extended episodes because this was only an hour. It was like an hour five, wasn't it? No, no, it was an hour. It was right Did at it start an hour. at six fifteen then. It because it was just past seven on my DVR. Or on my, on my guide when I looked at it. Because I looked to see what time it ended and I thought it said like 7 They may have ran an extra commercial or something. But Look, The Talking Dead is doing two hours. <laughs> yeah, two hours Talking Dead after you know, The Walking Dead. Two hours? Yeah. yeah. But there had... I understood that for the last one. To be fair, because though. Because they did it live in the cemetery or whatever. They again, they're they're doing it live at the Greek Theater and they're having the entire cast on. It's not just for the premiere. It's because celebrating the 100th episode. Yeah. Yeah, the last one was, hey, we're celebrating... Everyone getting to see the baseball bat, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, other other uh, news within the uh, Walking Dead universe. Scott Gimble is now the executive producer for Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> That's probably one. Well, okay, you know, we made it three seasons. Everybody's hating this show. Let's get somebody in here that can make. It could be everybody hating the show. It's been on for three seasons. But see, either well, that. In comparison, well, The Walking Dead pulls in eleven to twelve million on their ratings, and Fears pulling in less than three. Either that. We yeah, we talked about. Like didn't we talk about week, that yeah. with like cable or, or episodes something like that or yeah. whatever we were talking about on cable? Where I said, I bet you Riverdale. Yeah, is more than most of the big shows on cable. And we found out, sure enough, it was more than Fear. It was more than Better Call Saul. It was yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. That's like it was Walking Dead, and then well, the second one was like that Into the Badlands or something. Yeah. Whatever I was well, looking Game at. Game of Thrones was first. And then no, no, no. Was... We were talking about just on AMC. Oh, just on AMC. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, we were, ta- we were talking cause, cable cause... because we were talking about the, the thing. It doesn't but we were have, talking about AMC does, because we It doesn't have Game thinking... of Thrones because Game of Thrones is a pay channel. Right, but we were also channel. talking because uh, we thought that Better Call Saul was like the second highest yeah. rated show on AMC. It, no, it, it, was, it ended up being I in the remember Badlands. Remember the... Argument started the need for it started where I said that the numbers for for Riverdale yeah are in com- are in comparison with any show on cable that isn't The Walking Dead right mm. or obviously Game of Thrones the other side of this Scott Gimble thing could be that now that they're three years in or three seasons in they're wanting it to get closer to looking like The Walking Dead and feeling like The Walking Dead well I think they're definitely wanting to revamp it because it's it's not. It's the one complaint that I hear from a lot of people that watch the show is that you're not invested in any of the characters like you are in Walking Dead. Right. I'm far more excited watching Walking Dead come back than I the fact that I I haven't even watched the second half of the third season of Fear of the Walking Dead because yeah. I'm just like eh. Which got better. Now they've got their mm-hmm. own Negan slash Governor type person. He's called the the Proctor or something. Yeah, Proctor, Walking Dead is Proctor John, and he's got you know he wants a AMC set of, has Walking Dead through four seasons already. Yeah, AMC renewed Walking Dead prequel series through season four all the way back in April two thousand seventeen. Yeah, so fear the if so with fear you know now this Proctor John wants to start a trade route all the way from Texas to San Diego, mm-hmm. so he's trying to you know gather up all the land and people he can. Yeah, well. so he you know he he's a little bit more ambitious than Negan, wow. which I have a feeling it's going to kind of cross over. That's where the crossover is going to end up being is something like that, where you know, I I feel crossover is going to be with the main characters, it's, and it's going to well, be on something of just like hey, percentage change? Uh, the way they left the main characters, you don't know who's you don't only know you know one person's left alive right now, hmm. and it wasn't the person I thought it would be. 
So it'll be interesting to see where they yeah. go with that. But yeah, the, second, the second season of Fear the Walking Dead was down over 50% from season one. What was the third season? The third season was 50% of that again, it looks like. Oof. Yeah, so... Um, and I'd see that there are... Because Scott Gimple has an idea of how to make, you know, The Walking Dead an interesting story. So I'm, I can see why they brought him on as mm-hmm. an executive producer to make those decisions. And I think especially because Robert Kirkman has kind of taken a step back. Well, he's doing that uh, that documentary about Yeah, the history of comics, yeah. <clears throat> so well, he's also suing AMC, isn't he? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I can see... The fact that Robert Kirkman's not really hands-on with these shows anymore. that Well, he's not in the writer's room anymore, but no. I mean, they're still using the source material, obviously. Well, yeah, and that's probably why he still gets an executive producer credit, is because it's his source material. Do you think Kirkman's almost to the point where he wants to end The Walking Dead? Kirkman. I mean, I'm talking about the comic book, Chris. He's already talked, it, uh, talked about uh, He's got He's got to be tired of this already, by now. He's not tired of the checks. So no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sure he's not tired of the checks. But I mean, he's well, got the fact be... that. Well, that's the other thing though is he doesn't need the comic book to survive anymore. Right. I mean, with the money he's made off of as much as he's trying to. It's a George more R. Money, R. Martin thing. Uh, uh, George R. Martin's never been. <laughs> I love the fact that everyone's starting to come around to what I said three years ago, which is he's not going to finish the books. He's going to let the series finish the story, and he's not going to finish the books. You know he's already are, got a deal, another deal with, yeah, with the, HBO the, for something else. Yeah, and the rumors have been going for the last six months that he is actually going to announce he is not finishing the books. Do you know they've greenlit five other Game of Thrones, either prequels so or stupid. stories? That's so dumb. What's the highest show on television? I don't care. It's n- But look What's at what happened thing? with The Fear of the Walking Dead. You have a show yeah. that is bleeding viewers. But the, the thing is... You know, if you have a show, even with it being a prequel or a sequel, spinoff, whatever, if, if it's good as the original... But it never it is. Would See... Be. It never is, though. I, I mean, look at, look at Breaking Bad versus Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, as good as it is, it still doesn't have the same case that, Be- that Breaking Bad does, and it doesn't have the same rating that Breaking Bad had in the last two seasons. Your spinoffs never do as well, especially in television. They just don't. They just don't. Unless you're in, you know, it's like, oh, we'll just throw up young Sheldon and the same 85-year-old women who think all nerds are basement-dwelling dorks that live in their mom's house and have to masturbate all day because they don't have girlfriends. Young Sheldon's exactly the way I thought he was going to be. This is so funny. Outside of that spinoff that's apparently doing boffo ratings. It did, yeah. None of it matters. They've shown one episode. It doesn't start up until November 2nd. But it was actually, I was surprised that it was done... It's a different tile story. It's the way that, um, uh, what was it? Um, but the thing is, the problem with Sheldon is that joke gets old within two seasons. Yes. the it, It's it's almost Wonder Years. It's almost a retelling of the Wonder Years. Jim Parsons doing it? He does the voiceover. There is a voiceover element? Okay. Yeah. I still think that show only exists so that they can, they can cancel Big Bang Theory. But <laughs> they see, don't have to pay those guys. There are certain, there are certain things well, like... Well, they've been talking about ending the show. Going back to Game of Thrones, though, but it, I completely understand the executive and marketing standpoint of, hey, we need to do this because this is super popular. Mm-hmm. But in a way, you dilute that brand like crazy. Yeah. This is a comic book thing where... Um, C.B. Sabolsky talked about this years ago, and it was like a. It's, they used to do this thing, like this roundtable thing, where everyone would come over for dinner and he would talk. And one of the things he talked about was the Spider-Man book, Peter Parker Spider-Man, title just says Spider-Man does X. Well, Amazing Spider, well, treat it the other way. Amazing Spider-Man is the number one title. That's the main book. 
it does mm-hmm. X. Spider-Man does half of X. Peter Parker's life in high school does half of half of X. And it's diminishing returns as you go farther because it mm-hmm. dilutes the brand. It's mm-hmm. it's why is football so popular? You only get 16 games in the regular season. That's mm-hmm. it. Baseball not as popular because you're like, I don't have to miss a game. There's 161 other ones of them. Basketball, basketball's terrible anyway. Um, I don't know why. It's the first game of the season, they should have just given the trophy to Golden State and stopped. Right. Uh, hockey even. There's 81 games, 82 well, see, games a year. No. So having I football, think football, whenever they talk about, oh, we're going to expand the season. Remember how that there was going to be 18 for a while and then that, that talk just went away? Because they realized this money comes from the fact there's only 16 of them. You only have 16 chances to see your favorite team and that's it. And every game matters because when you lose one, I mean, look at where Kansas City was versus where Kansas City is versus the Raiders and the Chargers. Hey, we're 0-5. Oh, we're 1-4. and They're now both 3-5, and and Kansas City is falling off to, like, 5-3. and <laughs> So they actually have it's, it's stupid. Yeah. But See, I think that's why they chose to make Dark Tower a feature film instead of doing They chose it. to make Dark Tower a feature film because they're idiots. If they should have done it as a HBO show. They should have just not done it. Or a miniseries or Because something. here's the problem. I, watched, I just watched last night, finally, because I've read the first book, The Gunslinger. And there is probably, uh, it's not an adaptation non- of any specific thing. Either. No, they've just picked parts from whatever from every yeah. one of them. And there's so much of it that, like with the gunslinger, that would have been so interesting to have in there, because mm-hmm. you get to learn about the. It's ag- so hard to adapt without doing something. Look at Peter Jackson taking Lord of the Rings and making mm-hmm. it three gigantic films. A masterful adaptation of picking the right thing. Right. Then watch him take a 90-page book in The Hobbit and make it three films. Right. A implorably terrible adaptation of what you shouldn't be doing. Right. Something like Dark Tower that's so huge and crazy and all over the place, it just doesn't work. It, it, I'm telling you what. I, like I said, I read the first book, and I was still confused on some of the stuff that they yeah, were doing. It just, it just doesn't. Again, not everything has to exist in every other medium. Right. If Sebastian was here, he'd argue against me and say that it does, but... It just it doesn't. I think have that one, that one could have worked in an HBO show because it you could have told you could have told the whole thing. Just don't. But you yeah. Just don't. I mean, in the end of it, and this is the thing, you're looking at. Okay, we're gonna do these five Game of Thrones spinoffs, and the first one, the first half of that season is gonna do boffo ratings, but it's never gonna to touch Game of Thrones. Yep. And then the second half of that season is gonna suck, and then you're gonna do oh here's the the little finger story. Oh, no one wants to see this. Okay. Hey, wait, hold on. We got the Peter Dinklage guy story. Here you go. Here's Tyron's story. Oh, you're still not watching it because you don't care. Yeah. You've already gone through, how long has Game of Thrones been on? Eight years? Yeah. In six seasons or whatever? Because every season is a year between them or whatever. You've got it. And you waited so long and you invested so much of your life into it. It, it, Just let it go. There's Mm -hmm. there's no point. But Walking Dead's in its eighth season. Right. But... Walking Dead has a spinoff that you're not watching. Right. That I'm not watching. That no one I know is watching. When Walking Dead ends, wherever he decides to end it, which will probably be 10 seasons because he's got a hell of a lot more comic books to go through. Yeah. If, if okay, we, we did Walking Dead. Now we're going to do Michonne's story. This is the her six months before she shows up at the prison. This is how she gets the two. Yeah. What do you care? You right. already know where the rest of it is. Yeah. Like that—that's that to me. If you're gonna do them all as prequels, who who in Game of Thrones are you super interested in knowing about before that first episode? Yes, yeah, there is. A, I think that there's a comment in the last season where Arya makes a comment about what's west of Westeros, and it, to me, if at the end of it she went on to this new land that's west of Westeros, if you wait 
10 years and do it, it'll be amazing. Yeah. But you're going to do it the season after because, hey, Game of Thrones is over, but don't worry. We still got Game of Thrones. It's just not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the zygus for Game of Thrones is very organic. Yeah. And you're just you, you can't recapture that. It just isn't going to happen. Well, that, which is what you're saying with with Better Call Saul. Well, yeah. even though Better Call Saul is doing very well, it's getting you know, and it's a very good show, and it's getting you know, it's winning awards, but it's I'm not. not I'm, I'm not just talking. Yeah, I'm not saying the quality of these shows is always terrible. Right. The return. What just what, the interest in it. What the executive branch things is thinks is going to be the interest. This is going to be Game of Thrones minus 5%. Right. And it comes out, and I don't know, it's half of what Game It's of hard Thrones to is. catch lightning in a bottle twice. Fear the Walking Dead, interesting concept to do it right at the start. Yeah. Should have been an interesting first season. It kind of was. Halfway through that season, it, even the beginning, hey, it's second highest rated show on cable. You're still 30% of what The Walking Dead was making. That's how much bigger The Walking Dead was than anything else. Right. You have a Walking Dead season premiere that has 16 million people watching it. 16 million. Lost didn't have that. And that's back when people were still watching regular TV. Right. It's just, it's insane that you kind of keep doing that. And, I, and I, I get it because there's only so many concepts and it's hard to come up with, oh, we're going to do another magic dragon medieval super series. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just going to go, it just, it's just Game of Thrones. Yeah. So you might as well just slap the Game of Thrones thing on it. But it's, it's hard. I mean, I'd sit there and say, you just, you've got to do it and be, we just keep making Indiana Jones because anytime we have the rough and ready archaeologists running around the world, everyone just accuses us of ripping off Indiana Jones. So we might as well call it Indiana Jones. Mm. And that's things like, but it's not Indiana Jones because now so it's, Croft. it's Indiana <laughs> Jones with boobs. Um, I don't know. Anyway, it, it just, mm-hmm. it, I, no, I, I, I get why they're doing it, but it, there's, at some point someone's got to learn a lesson and go, this isn't working. I just thought it was a very interesting uh, notion to bring Scott Gimble on to fear the walking dead. Oh yeah, that's I, what we're talking about. <laughs> but I can't tell if I couldn't tell if it was more of a desperate move or if it's a way to bring the series closer to where you know well, where yeah, it's whatever, going I to where walking dead. Is it crossover I, in this season or not crossover? But I don't know. They just announced crossover? a crossover at New York. I Comic-Con. don't see how they can. I really don't. After the way that fear the walking dead ended this season, you can't. Negan shows up in the surface. If, if you do it, if you do it at the end of the way that this Fear season, the Walking Dead season, what, what season they just finished? Three, three. Yeah. So season four is uh, is, is here's Negan. Here's Negan. But see, here's here's the thing. I think that it works good if you do it. At, Did you get that hardcover by the way? No. Are you going to get that hardcover? I already read the story, so because Walking Dead's going to veer off the comic books after this season Lord, for two years. Because they're going Those to fill, they they're, they're going season. to fill that two-year gap between that w- that takes place after. Uh, yeah, I know all that war. That's why I, I was kind of like I think part of the reason he had that two-year gap is because he didn't think anything interesting happened. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing, like, um, so that's how you get your crossover and everything is within that time period. I now, can see that because the the two-year gap there's uh, after that the there's couple new characters that are introduced yeah and the main character in that group is a female so if we were thinking the way that they were going to do a crossover the way that me and you discussed with it being uh alicia yeah i could see alicia i can see that happening but yeah i mean it's hard to tell yeah um but back to walking dead season premiere 100th episode Mm -hmm. um there were there was a lot of comic book element in this. Just pants. Um, 
Yeah. A couple. There was a couple of images that could be right out of the no, panel. It's like they just show you panel and the next panel. <laughs> yeah, it's like those uh, movie, video yeah. comics. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the picture moves. It's just a like a slideshow. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a. Lot, I mean, there was a lot that was going on with this. There was. Yeah, and it it jumped a lot through time. Uh, you know, that you not, th- that you that you, you would so think it's either time or Rick having a vision. A lot of it flashing after the the vision or whatever. You get to see you get to it see Rick through. in three different looks almost. You get to see the Rick that is in within. So the, it's Jason Aaron's Thor. Uh, no, no, not really like that. No, really? you, I mean you get an old man Rick in this, which you got an old man Thor, which is like two years later. Mm-hmm. Then you get so you they're get, already doing the storylines from after All Out War now. No, I, I think, think they're, they're setting it up. They may be, but it uh, looks like because there's a. There's, but it looks like it's a vision, yeah. So. But you get red eyed look, red eyed Rick, because yeah, just a close up of his eyes where you can tell he's crying or something. So I think that plays out into that vision. Yeah. I don't remember. It's it's odd because it feels like it's a show that doesn't warrant that kind of jumping. It doesn't, but they they've like, incorporated it a couple the, of times. The, the, the famous one, or infamous one, is season three, the season three premiere of um, Lost, in which they're all at home. And it's, you know, because the first two seasons have the flashbacks of these characters back home, you're thinking it's all flashbacks. And then you get to the end and you see Kate and Jack see each other and you realize there's something wrong here. Yeah. And everything you've been watching is that your time has now jumped six months and they're all off the island. Or not all of them, those ones are off. And it was brilliant. And that type of show that played with time and space and everything seemed to warrant that. Something like Walking Dead seems odd. Outside of, you know, the, the, the episodes that start in the middle, you know, it's like, oh, the walkers are going to kill us. Two days earlier, you know, outside of that, this seems like a huge time jump for something that doesn't really... But see, they've done it really before. That, they've that done it before thing. where not necessarily a time jump, but they, like, with, last year they did it with a character that was dying or about to die. And... They they've had her back, talking. They've, to, they've really had her forward. talking to somebody, you know, to her her love interest or something, and then it went back to her, and then it went back to the story. Oh no, it's gone then, back before. I mean, we've seen Carol in her own life. We've right. seen Michonne in her dream or whatever. We've seen bits of Rick. Or, I'm not talking about going backwards. I'm talking about going forward. Mm. Yeah, jumping that big of however many years to get Rick, you know, as old man Rick or whatever. I mean, we'll be old also man, with it how it shot and made it seem more of. Like almost like a dream vision segment. or a dream or something, because mm-hmm. it did have the whole like it was fuzzy like very edges. white, yeah, very yeah. yeah. You get that dream, you know, where you get that dream aura or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be white. By all your dreams, gonna be white. Because <laughs> if it's black, then it's gonna be a nightmare, right? Oh, really? No, really? Yeah. I'm just saying that's what yeah. Trump is putting that's out there. Yeah. No, don't don't even start with that. Look, I thought about this the other day when did we, you? after last week. You really need to come out and tell the audience that no, I'm not really a racist. I don't have to at all. Because at some point all. somebody's going to get upset, and if we would ever get where we're look, we could use somebody by... getting upset at this point. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we perfectly. There's no such thing as bad publicity. I don't want to be at Comic Con and somebody recognize. Oh, me. that's gonna be great. <laughs> and just it'll be uh, the racist. Uh, get him. <laughs> Why, of, why would the redneck the be of, uh, It's the beginning of Chasing Amy. Wouldn't, wouldn't a redneck be like, hey, look, there's my partner over there. No. You never know. He's the, he's the one redneck that's, that's uh, against that voted racism? for Obama. 
Why is there only gonna be one? You're saying there's no rednecks? To... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like... So on that note, we're gonna wrap things up. <laughs> yeah. Did we even hit all the topics we were actually? Gonna we talk actually about? did, right, but I mean, we didn't do them in order. Well, we did them within the order of this has been the way the conversation drew them. Next time we should just have a wheel of topics. And I've just, like, thought about it. Of bad I've thought about doing that. I really, I've thought about doing that. Did you? See, well, you probably don't listen to it. The hundred point three, the sound, which is the only station in Southern California that still plays classic rock, is going off the air in a week. Is it? They got bought by a Christian rock radio star. Wait, well, uh, no, Beth listens to that. It's not. It's gone. They started playing it today. Of the commercial saying we're we're gone. It's either ne- this week or next week. Probably this week because it's probably on the first. It'll probably switch. Or the 31st, 30th, I guess, on Monday. It'll switch. I was so mad. I listen to that station all the time. Because mm. I can't listen to K-Rock anymore because it's just Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Imagine Dragons, too. Oh, so much Imagine Dragons. There's so much Imagine I still can't get a straight answer out of Kevin and Bean why Kevin can take 335 days off a year. I know, right? He was off for another week and a half I know. last week. He was off for a week and then he was sick. But Imagine Dragons is Arabella's favorite band. Oh, my God. She loves them. Music's not bad. I, I yeah, enjoy yeah. it. it gets you can also check out uh, KLOS. They play a lot of classic rock. No, stuff. they don't. That's the problem. KLOS has moved into like 80s hairband rock. You, and they don't there's play nothing wrong with 80s anything. hairband. It's, it is when you want to listen to like rock bands from the 70s. Oh, Nobody's true. playing that music anymore. K-Earth isn't anymore either. You do realize that there are people around the world going, what, what are they talking about? K, uh, K-Earth? What? Where, well, what? k they're the, only, they're the only station in Southern California that routinely plays 70s rock. Plays Zeppelin, mm-hmm. plays Rolling, Old Rolling Stones, David Bowie, all of that. And they're... Mm-hmm. I miss the 10 at 10. 10 at 10 was awesome. Okay, so on that note, we are going to wrap things up now. <laughs> so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we are on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ebone, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> E-bone. E-bone.